Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. With Tom Ackerman, I'm Megan Lynch. You're listening to Total Information AM. Well, listen in. Did these Super Bowl ads hit the mark? I'm Michael Sarah, and human skin is my passion, which is why I developed this. Sarah Oh, you didn't know? We're making a big change to Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. No! 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 We're adding a delicious layer of caramel. Yes! yes! I love caramel! For many people with blindness or low vision, there hasn't always been an easy way to capture daily life. One face cropped. Move your phone down. One face in frame. Hold for photo. Hundreds of millions of dollars spent on ads during the Super Bowl yesterday. Which ones hit their target and which ones should have been left on the drawing board? Joining us now is Aaron Perlett, the founder of Elasticity, a marketing agency right here in St. Louis. He joins us for a recap. Good morning. So what was your absolute favorite of the Super Bowl ads? Ooh, my favorite was probably um, the Duncan ad. I thought the Duncan ad was really terrific because, um, you know, we were talking about it before, a, a lot of these ads get previewed. And so surprising people with Super Bowl ads is always, to me, the big, um, uh, the thing you want to really attain. If you're able to surprise people, usually it becomes memorable. And I thought the Duncan one was terrific. They did a really nice job. I mean, they paid a lot of money to have celebrities for that beyond the $7 million in the production costs. And I thought they did a really good job with the celebrities in, you know, each one you, you would see a face, you'd be like, oh, that person's in that. I can't believe that. Uh, whereas there, there were some other, I, I thought some other ads that used celebrities that didn't do a great job of leveraging that celebrity. I agree with you. I thought that Michael Sarah was very well done. That was a good one. Yeah, I thought that was a really good one. And I think also it's emblematic of a pivot that was made. If you look at last year, and I think even the year before, a lot of cryptocurrency ads, there were none this year because of what's been going on in that industry. And you saw a pretty distinct pivot to a lot of beauty ads this year. And that was one of them, and I thought that was a really entertaining ad. Um, my other uh, favorite ad was actually um, the Judge Beauty with Judge Judy. I thought, um, you know, I had never even heard of the Elf brand. Um, and, and I thought that was a terrific ad. It was fast-moving. It was cute. It was, you know, it just kind of kept you going. And you're laughing at different points of it. More than anything, if, you know, if you're going to spend $7 bucks and do this, I always tell people KYA when they're doing advertising, know your audience. And it's a beautiful thing about the Super Bowl because you have so many people watching it. And it's not just a bunch of hairy, sweaty dudes who like sports. It's <laughs> you have a truly diverse audience that that is watching this. And so, you know, you're going to find a lot of ads 
might fall flat with you as an individual because it's very subjective. But not every ad is going to be targeted towards every demographic. I mean, you saw the Kawasaki ad. I thought the Kawasaki ad was actually terrific. Had Stone Cold Steve Austin in it. But it was meant for people who ride side-by-sides. I actually own a side-by-side because I've got a, a place out in the country. It, it wasn't meant for urban dwellers that want to drink martinis. And so it might have fallen flat. But I thought it was a really good ad because it was kind of hearkening back to mullets. And I thought it was really just good humor and funny kind of like redneck silly humor. What about the Beyonce ad? Because I, and a lot of people thought it was great, but then I saw some analysis of it where they thought it fell flat too. So I thought it fell flat, but that's because I'm not a huge Beyonce fan. Gotcha. Same. So again, it gets back to that subjectivity. And in it, she hinted to dropping new music, which I believe she did at 2 a.m. last night. And so I think it's a, you know, to me, Verizon is thinking to themselves, one, you've got one of the most marketable personalities on the planet, not just in the U.S., not just in music, on the planet. Two, she has, like Taylor Swift, has such a huge fan base. So they're thinking to themselves, look, we're going to get people who like her, people who are curious about her, even people who are sick of her are going to be paying attention to it. So, you know, I think it probably spoke to a very specific audience of people that are really, really passionate, the beehive. I think that the beauty uh, products that you're talking about are a direct Taylor Swift effect, without a doubt. I think that they knew that Taylor's audience was going to be watching. You know, and, and to your point, that might be why Dove jumped in for the first time in 20 years. And Dove's commercial... I thought the visuals were unspectacular. I thought the message was fantastic. It was really all about body image and supporting little girls and you know girls in their teens uh, focus on body image. It really wasn't about their products, and I think that's a terrific message for an advertiser to take because essentially what you're doing is you're drawing a sand in the line and you're saying or a line in the sand rather and saying we stand for something. And people love products that stand for something. The only one that I think was a little confusing to people, it was a great ad. It was the Squarespace one with the aliens. But if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't know who that was for. Yeah, I, I was a little perplexed by that. I, when it comes to aliens, I actually liked the uh, Apartments.com one only because you, know, you had a character in it that was has been in a couple movies that were about aliens. But, yeah, I did think the Squarespace one fell a little flat to me. It wasn't... Um, it was just kind of one of those, meh, I'll give this at a 5 out of 10. It wasn't bad. But it was just a little confusing. I do think, and before we go, I think you can get worn out sometimes over the course of the broadcast. It's so long that sometimes you can zone out. I do. On the spots, I'm drinking a beer, I'm talking to somebody, and I miss an entire spot. My last question is placement. How do you determine where? I know they're all $7 million, but where do you figure out where they're placed in the broadcast and who's better? And sometimes that's a great question because sometimes it's dumb luck. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that was a terrible game, who would have seen the Jason Momoa ad for T-Mobile which was a terrific ad. I thought T-Mobile's mm. first ad was kind of like, you're using all these recognizable celebrities and you're not really doing a whole lot with them. But then because it was a tight game, um, considered one of the best Super Bowls ever, you're paying attention to the very end and it goes in overtime. So, it, you know, that is a really good question because, I, you know, it, you do that before the broadcast has even begun. I mean, yeah. you know where you're going to be as a, as a major brand. Um, it's a really tough choice. You're kind of... You're kind of making a bet. Yeah.
Well, thank you. It's so fun to talk about. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. That is Aaron Perlett. He's founder of Elasticity, an advertising company right here in St. Louis. You are listening to Total Information AM on KMOX. Chris and Amy are next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 